everyone. It's Rachel from Soul Full of Sunshine podcast. I'm alive. I'm well. Well, that's debatable. But I'm back again, ready to tackle all things spiritual. This episode is probably just going to be a little mini catch up and, you know, give you guys my apologies for disappearing off the face of the planet for so freaking long. Life has been really crazy to say the least. And I wasn't in a place where I felt like I could, you know, create content and make these episodes and be a chick of my word if I wasn't, you know, putting the work in myself because I kind of took a little dip and a little sidetrack, you know, side road. But I needed some healing. I needed some clarity. I needed some soul searching. So I did that. And now I'm being forced to do that, as you will find out here soon. But without further ado, for those of you that have listened to me and followed me and stayed with me, I guess, from day one, thank you so much for awaiting my arrival, (laughs) fashionably late as usual. But I really appreciate you guys, and I am thankful to have listeners and people in my life that care and that want to be there and that are part of their own journey and are allowing me to help you guys, you know? But I also wanted to say welcome to any new listeners, any new friends, any new people, anyone that is just curious of who I am, what I do, what I offer, what I'm here for. My name is Rachel again, and I am the creator of this podcast, obviously. I'm a quote-quote psychic medium, uh, tarot and oracle card reader. I'm a spiritual witch bitch, as you would say. Basically, I just created this podcast in order to help other people get through life, and whether it's spiritual awakening or whether it's getting through addiction or whether it's – it could literally be anything. If you need guidance and if you need a chuckle here and there or just to, you know, for that verification that you're not the only one with a fucked up life going through fucked up shit, then I am your girl. So before I – dive into my next like real episode. Like I said, I wanted to just kind of give you guys a catch up, explain where I've been, explain what's going on for all of you little nosy Nellies that, you know, want in my biz. Here you go. Open book. Honestly, I can't remember when the last time that I made an episode was. I want to say it was for Salmon, I think. Pretty sure. Around Halloween time. Jeez, Louise, that's really bad. And I apologize again. I'm so sorry that It has taken me so long, but as you will soon hear, you know, life takes unexpected turns and it is what it is, but let's see, where do I start? So if I did that episode in October, the very end of October, beginning of November, shortly after that, as if life wasn't just crazy enough as usual, you know, adjusting to just being at work full-time, being a mom full-time you know, four kids, whole shebang, you get it, I'm sure. But in December, early December, uh, 
hopefully I have his permission to talk about it. Either way, I just, it is what it is. It's my story. It's my life. So my boyfriend and I of that time for a minute, like almost four years, decided to call it quits and part ways. And that being said, when you have, you know, kids involved and just life invested together and you get used to that stability and that comfort and that knowing that that person is there, even though they may not be the person for you permanently, it's hard. Breakups are always hard. I don't care if you've been together for two months, two years, 20 years, don't matter. Breakups freaking suck. And let me tell you, I fucking went through it. Like I was just aside myself and I felt it was a very odd feeling to be honest with you because I knew deep down in my hearts of hearts that like this was not meant to be and I was making the right decision by calling it off and you know for sure 100% once your shit leaves my doorstep it ain't coming back type of thing. It's hard to hold yourself accountable and to put your foot down and to know your worth and know what you deserve and know what you you know, are seeking through life or what you want in your future and just everything. Adulting sucks and responsibilities suck. Paying bills suck. Working sucks. Freaking being a parent sucks sometimes, to be honest with you. But needless to say, I just needed to take a little time out, take a breather and just kind of regroup and get my own feet back on the ground and kind of lick my wounds and mend what I thought was broken in me. And I just, I'm really glad I did take this time off because I feel like, well, I'll get to there about why I'm here now with so much free time on my hands. But I really needed that time to just focus on my self-worth, my own well-being, my kids' well-being, our lives moving forward and how different you know, it was going to be at that time. And when you involve kids, I don't know. I mean, maybe not all of you know. If you're a complete stranger, obviously you don't know. But I had taken in my ex-boyfriend's nephew when he was three months old. He just turned two in December. So he's been with us this whole entire time. Well, when my ex left, it kind of threw a wrench at everything regarding my now foster son, whom I love just as if he were my own son. I mean, I would take a bullet for him and I would do anything for him like I have. But as you can guess, you know, it makes it a little complicated and a little little tricky and little difficult. And when you're dealing with the DCFS system, the foster care system, and the freaking all of that shit, it is a nightmare. So I've been trying to navigate, you know, moving forward what the right decision is and yada, yada, yada. That's a whole other thing for a whole other day. But as I was taking time, I guess, to kind of heal and find myself again, I uh, where was I going with this? Um, okay. Well, yeah, that happened early December. I guess I should back up a little bit. My kid's dad, and I really hope he doesn't mind if I talk about this, but it it is what it is. And I'm proud of him. Anyways, long story short, my younger two kids, dad went away to seek help and, um, went to a rehabilitation 
center, whatever you want to call it, and you know, across the country. But I couldn't even be mad about it because he, obviously, I mean, if this was life or death, if you know addiction, you know how it gets you by the balls and it will just bleed you dry until there's no life left in you to give. So that means the incapability of loving yourself, loving others, I mean, living a functional life. So that being said, he was gone for a minute, uh, like two months, I want to say. So that meant me having not only, you know, the four kids that, you know, I'm used to taking care of with a little bit of help from someone else. Now that person's gone. So it's just me by myself with four kids, you know, two, six, seven, and 11 at that time. It was a little rocky. And him being gone across the country put all the responsibility on me. So that meant having no break. That meant having no minute to cry when I need to cry to get over my ended relationship to just I had to suck it up and put my game face on and be brave and just kind of put the mask on that everything's okay everything's gonna be fine when in reality I really didn't know if it was gonna be okay I mean I knew it was gonna be okay but it did not make it hurt any freaking less even though I knew deep down that I did the right thing we were both doing the right thing you know side note it's crazy how like in the heat of the moment or in the midst of things that you're going through, you kind of forget to think about the bigger picture and to kind of take a step back and, you know, view things from a different perspective. And, you know, in that moment, I was just fucking terrified and so intimidated of just being a single mom, raising four boys by myself, you know, working a low paying job that doesn't cover the freaking cost of living realistically. And so anyways, I got really sidetracked there again. <laughs> um, back to learning, yada, yada, yada. So it's just crazy how breakups, you know, they are usually ugly. It's usually a big blowout. You know, he said, she said, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. This breakup was probably one of the most, well, it was the most graceful and you know, copacetic, cool as cucumber. Like we both knew deep down that our paths were not meant to cross moving forward with our lives. And, you know, he's his own person and he's on his own healing journey and his own path. And I am too. And when you are, you know, struggling to make ends meet, you're struggling to communicate, you're struggling to find that middle ground where you can both just thrive and live happily and be content, it's not easy. And I think both of us knew for like a long time prior to that, that this, you know, that day was coming. But again, it didn't make it any easier. It didn't make it hurt any less. You know, you grieve not only the loss of that relationship, you grieve the loss of, I'm going to cry just talking about it. You get used to being around, you know, a person and like their kids, you know, I was very close with my ex's little girl. My kids were very close with her. You know, she was my bonus kid. And even now, like I really, really miss her. And I hope that she knows that, you know, we're not, didn't abandon her. And I hope that, you know, someday in the future, moving forward, you know, the kids can still get together. But like, as of right now, it's way too early to rip the bandaid off of that wound. But 
needless to say where I'm going with that is that like breakups are not the end of the world and there's something really, really powerful that comes when you like put your big girl pants on and you let your your intuition and your gut instincts, you just let it take over and um oh I can't breathe. Hold on a second. I'll explain in a minute. <clears throat> it's it's painful, but it's beautiful. You know, you don't grow out of your shell or, or you don't morph into the next phase of your life or you don't get to transform your life until you're ready to be in those uncomfortable positions and those situations that are like excruciatingly painful where you don't know if you're making the right decision. You don't know if you're going to regret this. You don't know what's going to come in the future. You don't know how you're going to get through tomorrow, let alone any of it. I mean, there's so many factors that go involved with all of that stuff, but I don't know. I just totally lost my like my train of thought again. Basically, breakups are fucking ugly, but having said that though, I mean, my ex and I, we've been kosher. We've gotten along beautifully and I wish him nothing but the best and I wish his family nothing but the best. You know, that's another thing is with breakups, you don't just break up with a person. It's like you break up with the whole family and it really sucks when you're close with the family and you, you love the family like they were your own. And that's okay though. I mean, I will always have love for my ex. I will always have love for his family, for his daughter, daughters, and that's never going to go away. However, I'm ready to kind of turn the page into the next chapter, maybe even the new book. I don't know to just keep on trucking. I mean, everybody is on their own path on to bigger, better things, you know, good riddance, no hard feelings. Yeah. So that was pretty much like the whole month of December for me it was just kind of lost in a daze trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to do this by myself working all day with little kids that have you know, autism, behaviorally defiant issues, um, developmentally disabled issues, <sighs> the whole shebang. So going to work to deal with kids like that all day is exhausting. Well, then coming home to your own four kids in your face, just like the kids at school all day is really exhausting and it takes a toll on your mental health and, or it did for me anyways, maybe I'm just a, I don't know. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. It ain't easy. It takes a lot out of you. Even if I didn't have four small kids at home after at the end of the day, it would still be exhausting. But there's something really rewarding with that kind of work at the same time. You know, yeah, the pay fucking blows, ugh, blows. But it feels good to know that, you know, I did my part and it's like you maybe make a little bit of a difference in a little kid's day and... I mean, yeah, work is work. It is what it is. Everybody's got to hate their job sometimes here or there. But anyways, December sucked. I didn't suck. It was all right. It was actually hindsight here. I say it sucks, but like looking back now, it was a huge transformational month for me. It taught me a lot. It taught me that I'm not weak. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to live my life not 
demanding the respect that I deserve, not knowing my worth or advocating for my worth and my desires and just my, my needs and my wants and just on a soul level, on a on every level, basically. So Christmas, obviously for everybody, is nuts and intense and stressful and just ugh. So that's where I was in December. January, let's see, what did I do in January? Uh, just continued on working, still kind of adjusting with life. My kid's dad came back like right after the new year. So navigating a co-parenting relationship with the co-parent that is now sober for the first time in a well since i've known him honestly uh whereas you know i'm sober too and it's knock on wood it's been it's been beautiful so far and i'm rooting for him and i hope that if he listens to this that he pats himself on the back because he's kicking ass and taking names and there's nothing more beautiful than like seeing my kids actually want to go there because in the past it was like, oh my God, it was a nightmare. I mean, arguing, crying, the tears, the fits that I don't want to go, you know, every time almost. But now seeing their eyes light up and knowing that they get to go over there and just seeing him be present with them and being the dad that he should be and that they deserve is, it's such a beautiful thing. And I really hope that, you know, he finds peace that he's looking for, that he continues his healing journey. I hope all of you continue a healing journey. If you haven't started one yet, start it. It doesn't take much. It's not hard. I mean, it is once you get involved a little down the road a little bit, but it's worth it. It's life-changing. It, I mean, that's a whole other thing too. Okay. So January, trucking along, working, yada, yada, yada. And then, let's see, two weeks ago, I tripped over one of my children's toys. And I I thought I cracked a rib or bruised my rib. And I didn't really think anything of it. Toughed it out. But then a week later, my knee was bothering me a little bit. Locked up at work. Couldn't bend over. It just locked. Like, and it it was weird. It didn't even hurt that bad, but I knew something was not right. So, and at that time I still was having issues catching my breath and just kind of like, I couldn't open a car door with my right side because my freaking ribs or my, the whole area under like my boob or whatever, it just freaking hurt. So after my knee locked up, the night went on, you know, I got home from work and I'm like, God damn, my knee kind of fucking hurts a little bit. So I take my leggings off to put my sweatpants on and I look down and my knee is like three times the size of my other knee. So I was like, son of a bitch, <laughs> this is not good at all. So went to the orthopedic specialist the following day. And what do you know, I went ahead and had them do, had them do x-rays on my ribs too, because I I could not catch my breath, couldn't get comfortable, and now my knee is bothering me too. So what do you know? <sighs> I have a torn meniscus in my left knee for the second time now, and I find out this Friday if I'm going to need surgery again to have it all repaired and arthritis scraped out and the whole fucking shebang. But I also have broken ribs on my right side. So as you can imagine, life is not very easy right now. I can't sleep. I can't get comfortable. I can't use a scooter because I can't push myself along with my upper body strength because my fucking ribs hurt too bad. 
can't lay on my right side because of my ribs or my left side because of my knee. Hot Mess Express, I tell you. And if you know me personally, you will know that this is just my luck. I swear to God. It's just I don't even want to jinx myself. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Knock on wood. You know, the last couple nights I've slept a lot better than I have prior to when this all happened. But once again, the universe has a really funny way of sitting you the fuck down when you need to sit down and reflect and take this time. And I can't help but think, you know, maybe just like the last time when I broke my shoulder, And then before that, when I broke my foot, you know, that was the universe telling me then, okay, like take a minute, take a time out, do some reflecting, just like, and maybe I'm nuts. I don't know, but I, that's how I took it. My, my intuition kept telling me that my gut was telling me that, that I just needed to do some soul searching, some healing, some, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But here we are again. Now I'm sitting here with all this time on my hands and I'm going freaking insane stir crazy because again, if you know me, I am a busybody. I'm a mom. I like don't ever take the time to sit down and relax and like put my feet up. Like it, it doesn't happen. It's hard when you don't have time when you're a single mom with four little kids and just life and yada, blah, 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 blah. But I'm doing it now because I don't have a freaking choice. So nothing like being imprisoned to my bed, only getting up to change my freaking ice packs out to stick one on my ribs and then one on my knee, but it's okay. Nah, I'll be all right. I mean, a lot of other people have it worse off than I do, and I'm well aware of that. So I keep telling myself only, only the toughest warriors get shit like this. Or just bad luck. I think I got a little combination of both, I suppose. But (sighs) I guess that's really about it, though, for an update on my life. I could go on and go into more detail, but yeah, it's all right. Next time, next episode, I will be going into – I don't know. For some reason, I keep having the – well, I have for a minute now – to do an episode about fear and – you know, how it holds us back. What is it? What types of fear are there? How can we live fearlessly? And a whole bunch of other stuff about fear. So if you want to stay tuned, I will be posting that episode right after I get this one uploaded. If you would rather watch me ramble again on YouTube, I will have my video of this episode posted there. Maybe. I guess I haven't decided yet. Yes, I will. And then stay tuned since I'll be in my bed stuck for the next at least four weeks. I'm I'm promising you guys. I give you guys my word. I'm going to freaking fire these episodes off. I'm going to get in tune and check with my, my intuition and the gifts that I feel like I need to be sharing and spreading and just getting out there, you know, the messages that come through to me. So this is just a little quick fun, haha, little side side note update of my life. Um, yeah, so here we go and on to the next. Oh, before I forget and end this, since I am 
bedridden, basically. I've been debating offering, and I'll post this on my Facebook too probably, and maybe even TikTok, but I think I'm going to try a little uh, – I'm going to say – I don't know. I'm going to offer like little mini readings for those of you that maybe are new or aren't aware or if you don't know. I I do my cards and I you know tap into – whatever you want to call it, the realm, universal energies, yada, yada, yada. But if you would like a short little mini reading, just like 15 minutes, I, I'm i not going to limit a number of cards that I will be shuffling because it's just whatever, whatever comes out, comes out, whatever comes to me, comes to me. But if you would like to book a little mini, basically it's not a video chat. It's not anything. I will just uh, hit record on my phone and I will send you guys or send you a video and or a voice message of the cards I flip and kind of what comes through. And I, I think you probably like $20 for 15 minutes is fair. Um, or if you want a little bit of a longer one, that's fine. Even if you want a shorter one, that's fine. Let me know. I would be happy to do it. I guarantee you, I will respond to you within, I don't know, lickety split. And I will have the message or video or voice message sent back to you. In a timely manner. So if you're interested in that, find me on Facebook, find me on TikTok, find me on YouTube. You can email me. I'll have that listed in the uh, episode details of this one. And thank you guys again for being patient and being loyal and patiently waiting for me to get my head out of my ass and start uploading content again. I love you guys all so much and I thank you for giving me the motivation to keep trucking on and getting my name out there, getting my messages out there. Basically, I just hope that everyone takes a minute to think about themselves, think about the, their life, think about what messages their own intuition is telling you guys maybe because everybody has a higher self. Everybody has spirit guides. Everybody has angels. Everybody. Don't care who you are. Don't care what you've done. Don't care how many horrible mistakes you've made. Everybody has one. And it's never too late to start making conscious decisions to better your life and, you know, enable you to have a a better future for whatever you may desire. Manifest, um, meditate, and uh, love yourself. Okay. Here we go. Until next time.